You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your home for the Red Sox, the Bruins, and the best sports talk. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Now, it's time for Cordishy and Coit. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Cordishi and Coit on Southern New England Sports Original 1037 WEEI. Scott Cordishi, Nick Coit, back here in Providence, Rhode Island. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Scott. It sounds like I'm a little bit more uh, well-rested than, than you are this yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slog my way through these next two hours, although uh, I, I will say, and I think I've, I may have told you this before, but like when the show starts or when a game starts and I'm doing play-by-play, I can be working on zero sleep and ha- you know be working on fumes and my adrenaline gets me through it right oh yeah I don't know, the mic goes on that's it your adrenaline starts pumping but i will be taking a nap when i get home this morning scott told me <laughs> i scott gave me permission this morning to slap him across the face if he starts dozing off during yeah. any of my takes or anything like that <laughs> so you're looking forward to that you really yeah. want to see me doze <laughs> off <laughs> yeah yeah there you go yeah i didn't get home till after two in the morning from Stony Brook, so got about three hours of sleep last night. So we'll be taking a little nap before we s- hunker down to watch some college football today. How was your How was your holiday? Great, great. Yeah. Uh, yours? Good. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> this time of the year, it's great. You can enjoy it with family, and then it's right back to work. You know, things things don't stop this time of the year, especially yeah. with college basketball, as you were you were just alluding to with Stony Brook trip, and um, you know we had some stuff going on this week too. So. Just get through this time of the year. All right. Our man Joe Passarelli is up in our Worcester, Massachusetts studio steering the ship. Good morning, Joe. How was your Christmas? I can't complain. It's over. As Nick said, it seems like it goes by quicker each year. Um, Good to be with you gentlemen, as always, uh, on the last Saturday of 2023. That's it. That's it. Two more games for the Patriots. The question is, is it just two more games for Bill Belichick? Are we witnessing the end of the Bill Belichick era? We're going to get into that this morning. The Celtics, they kind of eke one out again last night. But look, no Tatum, no Porzingis, no um, Al Horford last night. So I guess you could say they took care of business. The Bruins got back on the winning track after a little bit of a funk themselves. Local college basketball, the Friars cracked the top 25. but And I think Bryant's playing well as well. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Rams and Bears struggling a little bit. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about this morning, Nick Coit. And the NFL playoff picture really starting to come into focus. How about the Cleveland Browns? How about two Flacco, of the Flacco, man? How about two of the saddest <laughs> NFL franchises, the Lions and the Browns, both clinching playoff spots? Like, I mean, think about it. That's actually a good thing. I mean, look, I'm a Patriots fan. I want my team to be in every year, but if they can't, good story to see sad franchises like those 
make it. And you mentioned Joe Flacco, Nick. I mean, what a great story this has been. And I know his agent very well because his agent's son played football here at Brown. Okay, nice. Joe Lint is his agent and his son, TJ Lint, who you interviewed right. earlier I this did. season. Yeah, TJ's a good guy. Um, uh, you know, he, he played quarterback here at Brown. But, but Joe Flacco, think about this. Like, any NFL team could have had this guy on their bench, and nobody wanted him. And that includes the lowly New York Jets, right? Yeah. You don't think they could have used a, a quarterback this year with all the troubles they had when Rodgers went down in week one? How about the freaking Patriots? Like Bill Belichick. I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Asleep at the switch when he entered the season with this quarterback room, okay? This quarterback room that really lacked great experience, and he should have had a veteran quarterback I on agree. the roster, and he didn't. Like it. So, I, I mean, kudos to Joe Flacco. He looks like a... I mean, a young quarterback out there. He's playing great. He's playing the best football of his career. Well, he's really set up well. They've really highlighted his strength. They just kind of let him go out there, and they, he slings it. And and having an offense where you have a tight end as, as talented as Najoku, yeah. um, that certainly helps. Um, you know, I think Jerome Ford's obviously played well for them, too. Like, it just, you know, sometimes. And they lost Nick Chubb earlier in the honestly, season, Honestly, like, yeah. yeah, sometimes things just click, work out. You know, good for the Browns for evaluating some of the talent that they did in terms of their depth because somebody like a Ford stepping forward, I think, is a tribute to that. Um, you know, you, you obviously you didn't have Amari Cooper for this last game, but having a, a top-end wide receiver like Amari Cooper obviously helps. So I, it just it's been the right mix. And you know what? Give all the credit to Stefanski, too. That, that dude probably should be – it's probably between him and Dan Campbell, the two teams you just mentioned – they're two head coaches for, for NFL Coach of the Year. Yeah. I mean, the fact that the Browns are double-digit wins, going to the postseason, the fact that Dan Campbell led the Lions to where they are right now, going to the postseason, like, those two guys deserve a lot of credit. They really do. I, I would put McDaniels in Miami uh, in, in the running as well. In the running, but I think these two guys, I mean, I think McDaniels done a tremendous job. But these two guys accomplishing what they're doing, particularly, I, I would probably, if I had a vote, I would probably vote Stefanski because of all the things they've had to overcome. Fair enough. You know, I mean, it's it's you can make a case for all three of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, but I would probably vote Stefanski. And I tell you, I, where where maybe a few weeks ago I wasn't overly excited about the NFL playoffs because I do think there is some mediocre to bad teams right now that yeah. are in the playoff mix. I'm a little bit more excited, and, and the reason I am is because, like, a team like Buffalo has picked itself up off the mat. Ironically, the Patriots' opponent tomorrow. Like, I think that's a talented team. So I wouldn't want to play against them. Now that they're on the inside of the playoff picture, three weeks ago they were on the outside looking in. Three weeks ago they had, like, a uh, 25 or 30% chance of making the playoffs, and now here they are as a sixth seed. So, like, they, to me, will make – you know, wild card weekend interesting because they're going to be playing a good team, and they themselves are a good team. Now, Indianapolis and Houston, although Houston, now that you get, what's his name back? Stroud. Stroud Marcus Stroud. Yeah, yeah so uh, C.J. Stroud back. So that makes them a little bit more intriguing. The Colts do nothing for me. Um, but the fact is, you know, look, the Ravens, big win over San Francisco. We'll get to that. Uh, the Dolphins, real exciting team to watch. You can't sleep on the Chiefs despite their struggles. Uh, I mean, they still have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They're always an exciting team to watch. Uh, I think the interesting thing is going to be who wins the AFC South, right? Jacksonville is stumbling. Trevor Lawrence is injured, and he is out. So is it going to be the Jags? Is it going to be the Colts? Is it going to be the Texans? Because, you know, a few weeks ago, 
that division was locked down by Jacksonville. Locked yeah. down. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even in question, and now it is. Uh, Cleveland, great story. Buffalo, as I mentioned, nice. Right now the seventh seed is Indianapolis. Houston's on the outside looking in. Uh, and then in the NFC, you got San Fran, Philly, Detroit, all exciting teams. Dallas is an exciting team despite their road struggles. I'm going to tip my cap to Baker Mayfield. I've never liked the guy. Love it. I've never loved his, liked him and his attitude. I've always thought he was a cocky son of a gun. I love it. More cocky than he should be. What a great year he's had. He's had a great year. I mean, really. I give him all the credit in the world. I still don't like him. He's had a great <laughs> season. No, you look at his numbers. They're as good oh. or better than Brady's were last year. Oh, you don't have to tell me, Scott. Baker Mayfield has single-handedly carried me to my fantasy football championship wow. round. <laughs> so you're in your championship game this I'm in weekend. my championship game I this am weekend. too. Mm-hmm. I am too. As a matter of fact, I was reading online that uh, more than 50% of teams that are in their fantasy championship have Christian McCaffrey on their roster. And I, I'm one of those I just teams. beat the team that had Christian McCaffrey. Is that right? Yep, because I have... I, I doubled up. I've doubled up during the postseason with Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans. Yep. I've had to because my starting quarterback for the year is Kirk Cousins. Gets hurt. I pick up C.J. Stroud. He does well for me. He gets hurt. Yep. I have to pick up Baker. Yep. Baker carries me to the championship. And it's between, for me, the only tough decision this weekend is do I play Baker or do I play C.J. Stroud? I'm sticking with Baker. I'm riding the hot hand. So how about me? I draft Patrick Mahomes early in my draft. Mm-hmm. And late in the draft, I pick up Dak Prescott literally for one week. I'm like, because yeah. Mahomes is my horse. I'm going to ride him all year long. Dak Prescott, I've started like the last seven or eight weeks pretty much. I yeah. think I started Mahomes once or twice in that span. But the point is Prescott's been so hot yep. that he's been my guy. Yep. Uh, I have a dilemma this week, though, because the guy I'm facing in the championship game has C.D. Lamb and is it Ferguson, the tight end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, do I do I start Dak? Is he going to shark some of my touchdowns with those two guys? Or yeah. At I this point, start your studs. Ride the hard hand. Ride the hard I, hand. I think I, I am going to start Dak because yeah. they're home. The Cowboys are home, and that should be a high-scoring game, a track meet between them and the Lions. So, I've got And Dak at this point, lineup. Scott, can you even trust the Kansas City offense? No, you can't. You I mean, can. they're in a bad way right now. It, it's it's bad to watch. Yeah. It's, it's really, I don't know, it's disjointed. It's inconsistent. And and what's what's really troubling too is that it doesn't. We're seeing some things out of Mahomes that I don't think we've seen before too. Like just the, I don't know, the demeanor thing. It's he's frustrated. I, yeah, I I get it, but it's it's kind of surprising out of and a guy like Mahomes. And, and it's a bad look, Joe. Like he yeah. is coming across as a whiner and a yeah. crybaby, and the whole world is noticing it. it. Like like you know in. We saw this at times when Brady got frustrated, but it just comes across differently with Mahomes. Like, it does. It comes across – like, Brady at least was a guy when he was bitching at his teammates or trying to get him going on the sidelines. At least there was that element of, okay, we all got to be better. Like, with Mahomes, it almost feels like you guys have to be better. It's not me. You know what I mean? Like, he, Well, what – yeah, I do. And what I think really was bad was – the whole penalty at the end of that game when they had the trick play thing like yeah. that was if I don't th- if I think we would have seen some of the frustration I don't know if it would have come off as bad maybe because of that big moment and the fact that he was he handled himself the way that he did then he talked in the press conference the way he did afterwards we didn't get to talk about this last week I was going to bring it up yeah like that to me it, it it almost it almost completely changed my opinion on Patrick Mahomes because it was so different from the norm, number one. But, two, it was like, Patrick, it was a penalty. I don't care what happens after. The, you could have run a double whatever. Right. 
double reverse hook and ladder, whatever. I don't. It was a penalty. Doesn't matter. A what blatant happened penalty, the and I so, I had seen the penalty called before. Yeah, like it, this so year. what? It was cool. Right. It was a penalty. Right. So, sh- shut up. Right. Like it, it was just it was came up so, yep. and I and it, it really it affected how I thought about Andy Reid too because yeah. I'm like Andy. Yep. Seriously. Yep. You know this, and plus, look at the guy. He's lined up way off sides. I know. Like, it's it's an easy call for After the, the breaks they got in the Super Bowl with the pass interference and in the Bengals game, I mean, I'm a firm believer in the calls even out eventually. Well, and you know what? Like, of all guys for it to happen to, it was Kadarius Toney. They're clearly frustrated with this guy. Yeah. This guy is, is clearly getting under their skin. So, instead of bitching in front of the cameras about a call, Go get, go after that guy. Yeah. Tell him, hey, dude, line up on, on sides. Seriously? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, that whole thing. I well, That's my point. Like, no yeah. accountability, right? Okay. Yeah. How about we screwed up? That's yes. on us. We have to be better. And I will give Travis Kelsey credit because on, on his podcast with his brother this week, he did pretty much yeah. say we all have to get bleeping better. Like, he, he kind of laid it out. He's it's, like, you know, no excuses. We all have to get better. Himself included. Like, he's disappeared of late. And, yeah. uh, and you, uh, you know, don't you, say it. Now you hear the don't Taylor Swift, it. Yoko Ono comparisons. <laughs> uh, uh, and look, we had it here with Giselle and Brady. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh, but I, I don't think that that has. No, no, no. Because I, th- I think teams are smart enough to look at it and say he's the only guy. They yeah, have. right. They're like, well, take him see away. if we can take him away. And then yep. now he has had a bit of the dropsies. Yes. Um, he had he dropped one here. Yeah. In New England, um, he had a couple of drops last week, so he's had a bit of the dropsies. Um, but I, you know, I think he'll he'll eventually come around. But I think teams are smart enough too to just blanket him in coverage and say, yeah. "Beat us with Rasheed Rice and Kadarius Tony." Like, is it possible too that the age is catching up with Travis Absolutely. and all the wear and tear? Absolutely. I mean, he's what Gronkowski's age, right? Yeah. But you know, it's funny. He you mentioned his podcast. You want to talk about changing opinions? Uh, my opinion on him has changed this year too. I feel like he's very much. I think he's handled all this success and all this fame and all that jazz. I think he's handled himself well. Yeah. And I think he does come off as very accountable. I think he's very down to earth about these sorts of things. I think yeah. I love that podcast. I think I think those two are great. They do a great job. Um, so yeah, it's it's interesting to to sort of see some of the dynamics there with Kansas. City. So what's interesting to me about this NFL playoff picture this year too is I have questions about everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I think a couple of weeks ago I would have told you San Francisco by far and away is the best team, and they're still the team that I think is the best team. Uh, and if you're asking me to pick one team right now, I'm still putting my money on the 49ers, but they're by no means a guarantee. I mean, they got hammered at home by the Baltimore Ravens yeah. last week. But look, so let's talk about Baltimore. Right now, nobody's playing better in the National Football League than them, and they have the inside track of the number one seed in the AFC, although they host Miami tomorrow, so that's a huge game. But Lamar Jackson's 1-3 and three in the postseason, and I'm sorry, until he proves to me otherwise – I have doubts about them and how far they can go and if they can win the championship because when push comes to shove and Lamar has been great, and I would argue Lamar right now might be the leader in the MVP race, Um, and and his numbers don't jump off the page at you. His passing numbers, his rushing numbers are very good, but the way he keeps plays alive, I mean, he is the Ravens, and if he wins MVP, I'll have no problem with that, but the fact is he's got to prove he can win in the playoffs, okay, because in the playoffs you just can't run around for first downs. There's going to be a point in the game where you're going to have to throw, throw accurately, make plays with your arm, and until he proves that he can do that on the postseason stage, 
I have my doubts about the, the Baltimore The one Ravens. thing is, though, he'll be playing at home most likely where he's been playing road games. It doesn't the past. matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Joe. I mean, they, they will be playing home. You know, the Miami Dolphins, I love watching them. They are so fun to watch. But, you know, they're, they've only beaten one team with a winning record, the Dallas Cowboys, last week, right? Um, and I still have questions about, you know, how good they can be. And, and Tua, and Tua is prone to make mistakes. We just talked about the Chiefs. They can't get their act together. And then after that, every other team certainly has flaws in the AFC. Then you go to the NFC, San Francisco riding high. They get punched in the nose by the Ravens this week. The Eagles earlier in the season were riding high, and then now they have stumbled. You know, the Lions have been up and down. The Cowboys can't win away from AT&T Stadium. So, Scott, it's beautiful. So many storylines. There's parody. Yeah. There's parity. We don't know who's going to win. That's a great thing. That makes things interesting, exciting. As you mentioned, there's good stories there with the Lions and the Browns. Is it good, though? Yes. You know, I, I, Absolutely. And I ask that question because sometimes having that dominant team is also good for sports. Like having the Patriots yeah. at the top of the football world, sure. somebody, the villains, somebody for everybody to shoot for. Or, or for years, you know, it was Manning and Brady. It was You could count on Patriots, Colts in a big game in the postseason, right? But we, but we don't know who's going to win it, and I love that. I love that because I think there's a lot of teams that you could, you just mentioned, that you could see going all the way, getting hot, winning it all, but you just don't know, and I love that. I think it's... I think it's good for the NFL to have different teams in there right now because you just you don't want it to get stale at all. And, and if there's a lot of teams involved, I think it's only only benefits a team like they say the Patriots that are going to have to rebuild. That if they can put together a good team in two or three years, that they jump into the mix if they make the right moves. And you know, I think a, a team like Baltimore is interesting because Nick, strangely enough, their defense has been so good this year that if oh, it's unbelievable. If they even had some semblance of an offense, they'd be right there. They'd be in the playoff I know. mix. I know they it's would. That bad. Their offense has been that inept that it's kept them out of it. And but their, their defense, defense has been phenomenal. Without Judon and Gonzalez, it, it, incredible. They've done a incredible. great job on that side of the ball. That that's that's been so frustrating. Of course, it's been frustrating. They lost three games when they allowed the teams, the opponent, to score ten points in a row. It's like, oh my goodness, like that that whole thing. And by the way, in case you're wondering, I was on my couch Christmas Christmas Eve rooting for the Patriots to beat the Broncos. I know some people want that high draft pick. I can't root for my it's team a loser not to mentality. win games. I can't root for my team Sorry. to lose. Sorry, it's a loser mentality. I will never, I will never endorse tanking in the NFL. No way. You went from two to four in the draft. I, I, I don't care. I was yeah. thrilled to see them win. And you know what? I hope they upset the Bills in Buffalo tomorrow. Because it, it, if, if you start doing that, it permeates throughout an organization. It does. And then you become it, it becomes a mentality. And it's just it, – and it, here's the thing. As I've always said with the draft, it doesn't guarantee you anything if yeah. you tank. Even if you were to tank and get the number one pick, it guarantees you nothing. Okay, great. You have a better selection of who's at the top of the draft. Doesn't guarantee you anything. We don't know if Caleb Williams is the next savior. Yep. We don't know if Drake May is the next savior. We don't know those things. It doesn't guarantee you anything. You play out the season. You let the chips fall where they may, and that's that. All right, 401-777-1037 is the phone number if you'd like to join us. That's 401-777-1037. The text line is available and open as well. That number is 37937. Since we just mentioned the Patriots there, I started the show by saying or asking the question, are we witnessing 
Bill Belichick's final two games as head coach of the Patriots. I have my thoughts as to what will likely come next and what I would like to see come next. I'll share those with you when we come back. You're listening to Cordishian and Coit on 103.7 WE. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 